Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, the new investor series continues, and we want to give a special shout out to Millennial Mike for the inspiration and also the connection with this morning's guest, Chris. How you doing, Chris? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. You? I'm doing well. Well, let me first off apologize. You call Millennial Mike a friend, so uh, you know some kind of charity work going on there. I'm guessing. Of course, I kid, Mike. I'm kidding. Uh, how you doing, Chris? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Um, All right. Getting kind of chilly out here in the Bay Area. So, you know, yeah, just yeah, bundling up. And <laughs> you got you got the jacket on, you got, you know, gloves on, all that. Yeah, um, yeah, you have to, man. <laughs> I think it's, what, 41 degrees right now? Yeah, I Are think it's still it, out it, here. It's, yeah, it was pretty cold. It was 38 when I got to the office this morning. It was, it was oh, freezing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Chris, do me a favor. Tell us where you're at in your journey. What do you do? Um, maybe highlight how you know Mike and, and we'll go on from there. So, um, I am in IT and um, I work at a local hospital here and I am a basically electronic engineer. So we maintain all of the medical equipment inside the hospital oh, wow. um, and keep up with that infrastructure and things of that nature. I've been in the Bay Area since 2013, came okay. out here, I was educated in Sacramento and then came out here because of the tech yeah. and um, didn't really know too much about biomedical engineering, like IT inside the hospital until I was working a contract job. And I seen some people working on medical equipment. I was like, well, what is this? And, and they kind of told me, and I was like, oh, interesting. All right. So All right. Um, I kind of took my career on from there and got inside the medical field. And I've been there ever since, I think going on 10 years plus now. Um, I was at Kaiser, then I went to Stanford. So I'm currently at Stanford as of right now. And um, somewhat moving up the ladder a little bit. Um, but as far as my real estate journey, um, bought my first rental. Well, how it started all together. I've always been into real estate. I've always wanted to own a bunch of real estate for whatever weird reason. Mm -hmm. My dream job would be an architect or some type of creator or something if I could. But I would want to do that to like the 10th power and be the greatest and art at that type of level to me has to have a certain amount of talent and I just don't have it. I couldn't draw a stick figure if I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't so, want to play hangman with me. It gets real ugly. Yeah. Real fast. So, um, kind of went from there, but I've always been interested in, in, in investment. When I was a food server, my early twenties and going through school, I literally started reading the wall street journal. I didn't know huh. what any of it meant. Okay. It, and slowly, six months to a year, everything kind of started clicking. All right. And then I kind of went from there. And that's how I really got into investment, into trading, into things of that nature. And getting on my real estate journey took longer than I would have liked. Mm -hmm. um, it was just career, a lot of different changes. I went through the the 08 crash, so the tech, and for a while, I always felt like I was just trying to catch up and trying to maintain. 
Right. And then when I finally got to a level in my life where I was like uh, some some good stability and able to save up and then it went down the real estate investment, you know, kind of portal because even when I was I would trade heavily in and out of the markets, mm -hmm. it was just still trying to just maintain, build up that account and then move that money to somewhere else. Well, things okay. drop off, things fluctuate, payoffs, blah, blah, blah. You know, you mm -hmm. go through life. Yeah. So um, fast forward to now, got some good stability. And I got into real estate for a friend introduced me into wholesaling. Okay. And I went down that path. That right there really gave me an insight into entrepreneurship that I really never helped seen, heard people talk about okay. is being a good entrepreneur, what you're doing, it has to be you, mm. right? Something Agreed. in you has to be a part of you. It's not like going to a job and you just kind of going through your day and it's like, okay, I have to be here because entrepreneurship, you can get up and just walk away. Right. Yeah. And when things get hard, you can easily just walk away. So right there, Glover, you're not a salesperson. <laughs> know thyself. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. You're not a salesperson. This is not what you're good at doing. And I kind of knew that in the back of my head, but my ambition was like, no, I can get this. Give me Dude, a couple of deals. It was yeah. sexy. It was sexy. Because those spreads on wholesaling, especially out here, people was $80,000, $100,000 spread. Yeah, one a year, baby. One a year. It's all good. Yeah, you know, so I did that, bought the printer, got everything. I still have equipment from wholesaling, and I sent out postcards. Yeah. And that was my game because I refused to cold call people. I wasn't trying to call people. I barely yeah, wanted yeah. to talk to you on the phone sometimes. So. <laughs> Even if you call me, I'm not sure I want to pick up. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So my theory was if I send out this postcard, you're interested enough to call me to tell me, don't call me no more. I'm interested in what you have to offer or at least hear my pitch. Okay. So that's that's how I took it. Sending out the postcard with some of the best leads. I got really, really close to one. Really, really close. And for some reason... I guess the banker out talked me in a deal and I, I just called it quits from there. It just wasn't me. I'm not okay. a salesperson like that. I am one of those type of people that I'm really, um, a technician. Yeah. I would say in, in yeah. on the business side, I remember when I first started getting into wholesaling, I would reach out to my friends that was very good with people and would, say, Hey, when I get this thing going, I'm going to need you guys to handle this aspect, right. building out the models, building out the systems, getting to the nitty gritty of, you know, scrubbing, scrubbing lists and things of that nature. I can do that all day long, but as right. far as interacting and, and talking to people on a daily basis, it's just, it just wasn't really my strong suit. I tried okay. to turn into that person. It just really wasn't, just wasn't, wasn't you. who I was. So, yeah. Okay. You know. And, um, my wife's parents uh, have, you know, quite a bit of rentals around the Bay Area. So I was getting some, you know, nice gems from here, from, from them um, there and there, but they're boomers and that time was different when they did. Oh this, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when we sit down and talk about numbers sometime, I'm looking like, yeah, 
yeah. Yeah, things, 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 you know, have shifted. You know, a little bit so. different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. My so, parents bought their house in Sunnyvale, California, for like I don't know, call it forty grand. My mom sold it, I don't know, five years ago for a million bucks. Yeah, a little, exactly. little different. A little different. Exactly. And you know, back then, renting and compared to what the cost of um, livable goods and things of that nature was way cheaper, right? Back then, their rent was maybe 10% of their take home. Right, right. now, people's rent is 35% of their take home. And seemingly going higher. A little higher, bit tougher yeah. to save. Yes, exactly. Right? You could work at Craigans and your partner is working, you know, um, maybe somewhere else in retail and you guys can save up enough money to buy a house and a yeah. decent car. Right Correct. now, you need to be two highly skilled professionals in upper management to even get in the ball game. Yeah. You know, True. and so it, that conversation and, you know, um, goes back and forth on, on different things, but it definitely taught me a lot about grit and how right. to tough it out. And if you really want something, you will figure out how to get it. So respect. Okay. Yeah. So I that's like basically, you know, how that goes. And then we help out manage their rentals out there because they're in Sacramento. They moved up to Sacramento. So we help manage their rent, their their okay. rentals and turnovers and things of that nature. And that helped me a lot deal with contractors. Aha. <laughs> right. And, and kind of getting into that mind space of dealing with contractors. So, and, and it varies from people to people. Um, you know, I've noticed a lot if a contractor come around and give me an insane price. So say I know the average to get this work done is 10 grand and that mm -hmm. contractor comes along and wants 12. Okay. It's either you're being extremely greedy or you don't want to do the job. One or the right? other. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Either or you're just really just <laughs> trying to get over on you. Right. Mm -hmm. So kind of learned that kind of went through the, you know, the, the things and okay, kind of figure this out. And then from there, I started looking at long-term rentals. I'm from Sacramento okay. and this is where I, I was going to, this is where I was going to start investing that. So we came real close in Sacramento about three years ago to okay. buying a duplex. They accepted our offer and after they accepted the offer we did the walkthrough mm -hmm. and when i went into the bathroom and stepped mm -hmm. on the subfloor the toilet no well, you had a little floor. subfloor damage a little water leak or something yeah and it and and it was way more damage it was at the top yeah. of, i think i think it was like five hundred thousand dollars so we're kind of pushing that margin a little bit. And I know yeah. I need money to make this thing livable to get it rent sure. ready. Mm -hmm. And when I seen the subfloor moving and then I got the inspection back and I was like, I don't think this is right for us right now. Mm -hmm. It was just too much that was going on. And yeah. I didn't want to go into my first investment property being strapped for cash because Good that's idea. the number one stress. Oh yeah. You yeah. don't want to become a forced seller. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we backed out of it. We kind of okay. took a step back. We started looking again, but this is also around the time the pandemic and things like this kicked in. Yeah. So you just seen this spike in demand and prices. Yeah. I ran across your page because when I was in wholesaling, I was listening to people in South Carolina, in Georgia, in Texas, in New York. And what it taught me was 
those markets are different from what you're in. They're speaking totally different type of numbers and different languages. Yeah. We need to find people in California okay. where you want to do business at. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what I did. And that's how I came across your page. You're one Rachel at a time. I bought your course, learned nice. about the buy box. I'm like, okay, this is things, this got inside your group and started asking a bunch of questions and therefore, and therefore. So mm. I left out of California. I was looking in Fresno, Sacramento, Madeira, mm. Bakersfield, Oh yeah, the high okay. desert because your sure. friend out there, the guy out yeah, there, the Omar. high desert. Yeah, yeah, Omar. Yeah. Anybody that you had on that invested, I was looking in their yeah. in their backyards. <laughs> All right. I, hey, there you, that's why they're here. There you go. Yeah. Right. I was looking in their backyards, and then I was like, okay, California is not going to work for our investment comfortability right now. Right. Let's try to figure this stuff out outside of state. Okay. I went into Arizona. Mm -hmm. I went into Florida. And I went into Texas. Texas, I was very close to going into San Antonio. Okay, yeah. I think I literally missed Texas by like three or four months. Oh. By the time I figured out a neighborhood, talked to enough realtors, drilled down on what exactly what I was looking for, house conditions I was looking for, and got a good medium price, Yeah. took off. Took off. Oh, And it was just gone. Missed. Right. Just missed it. And it never... It never, never came back. It never yeah. came back down. Okay. So because in our heads, we were saying, okay, let's get a place that's only a two or three hour flight so we can go and look at it. Yeah. Stuff. Makes sense. Right. So keep going, keep going. I run into Millennial Mike through your page. Oh, yeah. That's how I got connected to Millennial Mike. And he and Midwest was big in wholesaling, especially. So I sure. kept hearing about it. But every yeah, time yeah. I would look at the houses and, you know, you're coming from a different area. You like, Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. What, like, I don't, okay. I don't get it. Like, where's the fence at? Like, what's going on? Exactly. It was, it was things of that nature. Well, yeah, why yeah. does the ducking, you know, from the water flow all the way out to the street? Like, why is that not in the ground? Like it was yeah, just things of that funny. nature. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, funny. and I've seen that a lot, even being in Florida, you know, it's just, it's just site, you know, real estate yep. shop, like, okay, yeah, yeah. this is the norm. So you're like, okay, okay. I understand that. So started falling a lot of what Millennial Mike was doing, you All know, right. and he kept talking about Indiana, you know, Indiana. Sure. And I went out there, Gary, to Indiana and met him. Ah, I got on a plane. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Me and the wife, we went out oh. there. Oh, and kudos me and the wife to you. went out, you know, yeah, went out there and um, met up with the realtor, with a realtor. She showed me around some areas and it just wasn't us. It just okay. wasn't, something wasn't sticking right. And I was just like, okay, it's nice, blah, 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 blah. So take you back a little bit. I kept asking because I wanted to do section eight. My wife's family is section eight. That's sure. all they do. So I'm like, okay, I get that. So I was trying to figure out, I would look on affordablehousing.com and I was looking, I was like, why is all these beautiful properties not renting? Mm. Like what's going on here? So I kept trying to figure that out. And this is when I had made up my mind that I wanted to do duplexes. This is what I was looking for, duplexes. Okay. So I looked at a big bass area and I noticed the Midwest had a lot of duplexes, a lot of fourplexes. 
And then I drilled in on Chicago. Now, if I get 8 million people in Chicago, I don't think I'm going to have a problem with rent being in Chicago. Yeah, probably not, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are leaving, but they're not leaving that quickly. They're not yeah. going nowhere that quickly. Just like people are leaving California. Yeah. But you still, you have a, I don't know if this is exact numbers, but you have a million leaving, but you have 500,000 coming in. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. still going to need houses, and they're not building real estate at that rate, right? Yep. We're not building 500,000 houses in California a year. It's not happening. Wish. But <laughs> um, so start looking at these duplexes, and then I will go to affordablehousing.com, and this is how I would do my buy box, and I would do rent. Just a quick look, sure. right? Quick look, see if I want to be in this market, see if rents, if margins are right. So I will notice these beautiful duplexes on affordablehousing.com uh, affordable just sitting there. Sitting, okay. Well, why? Uh. So I started asking a bunch of questions. Mm. And I started asking questions inside your Facebook group. And I started getting inside Chicago's realtor Facebook groups. And, I like it. Um, and these different type of Facebook groups and start shooting out questions. And sometimes you get some good answers, sometimes you won't. Okay. So then Millennial Mike steps in and hooks me up with somebody who helps me out there a lot named Dom. Shout out Dom, and yeah. Yes, he's a school teacher, great guy, owns a whole bunch of rentals. Uh, I think I spoke to him, yeah. 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 He offered, he was like, hey, you know, if you want to come out, you and the wife want to look around, I'll show you exactly what's going on. Okay. Another plane ticket. Nice. <laughs> we there. That's, yeah, I, I'm coming. You, you are, I mean... That's yeah, like don't have you, to ask me twice. <laughs> exactly. That's like you telling me, Zuber, we talking. And he goes, you go, yeah, come with me to Fresno for the weekend. I'll show you the whole layout. I'll show you where not to go. I'll show you where to go. And I, and I go over some numbers with you. Absolutely. I'm going to be there. Right, right, right. right, right so right. that's like the invitation. Like I get to sit with a guru and doing the mm. exact same thing that I'm trying to do. It's priceless. Like it. yeah. So we went out there, drove me around, showed me a couple of his projects. And we all, we went in because that's when Millennial Mike also was rehabbing a property in Chicago. We went inside okay. his properties yeah. and he kind of showed me around. So I had this map ah. and, and it was areas marked out that I was interested in. I like and it. then I would go around and be like with a red marker, no to that street, no to that street, no, yes, maybe. Yes. That's what I was doing. I love and it. So I sat down with him. Because you have, you have to be careful where you go in certain areas. I'm not from Chicago, right? I, 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 I Every city to, got some of those, yeah. Yeah, right. Like you have to be careful to where you're going. So on this map, and I, and I showed down this map, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you you pretty much have it marked out pretty well." And I was like, "But this is where all of these nice duplexes and and rental yeah. properties are just sitting on the market at. Why?" He goes people don't want to live there huh. i'm like oh so that made me click i'm like okay stay away from those areas yeah i mean this stuff was gorgeous wow okay you know if you're as an outsider coming in you would easily dump on that if you yeah see yeah folks you get got you look pretty online once you get up close not so pretty no problem yeah so it, it 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 clicked, and then in his area, stuff was gone. Okay, stuff was moving, right? Yeah. Stuff rental properties was moving. So 
I was like, okay, this is it. This is where yep. it's going. Okay. So a lot of his houses, I think we was talking back in when he first was getting, he was getting up to like $50,000, okay. $60,000, two bedrooms, one bath, three bedrooms, you know, so forth and so forth. Just make it yeah. sense. It's just like, man. Okay. So my first rental property I bought out there was 4-1. Okay. Right. Bought it. It was like a burnt yellowish color. And he told me to only buy brick. Okay. Right. So we placed the offer. No, he goes over there and sees it. Takes some pictures with the realtor. Right. He's like, okay, we're going to need this, 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 do this, 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 this. I'm like, okay. And he actually told me to stay away from it mm. because it had chip paint. Okay. And in Chicago, Section 8 won't rent to anybody with a kid under six if it has exterior chip paint. Sure. But it was a 4 1. It was probably C plus B. Didn't need okay. much work in the inside of the house. Okay. Newer windows, which I only buy newer windows. I would yeah. not buy a property unless I single pane in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. No. I need newer windows. I'm not going through that again. I mean, I won't I won't go through that. I've seen that that it's a mess. Yeah, that movie's ugly. Yep. Yeah. So we um and I was like, dude, this is a good deal. This is like I may have to go against Don Ford. I was like, mm. oh no, I don't pass this. No, I don't run. <laughs> right. So okay. the sellers wanted one fifteen for it. Okay. I offered them ninety. Oh, Taking so the page far. Out I Take oh, the page yeah. out of your book. Disrespectful. There you go. Because when Why it not? comes down to it, yeah, I don't care about what you want for it. It's what somebody's willing to pay for it. Bingo. About, you know what you want for it. What somebody's willing to pay for it. That's the term is the value of a product and a good. Mm -hmm. And if you get deeper with that, it also goes down to the, it's in the eye of the beholder, the mm -hmm. eye of the beholder, if that value is there. Some people Absolutely. love Louis Vuitton. I think it's crap. No, it's ugly. Right? Yeah. So, you know, some people, hey, uh, if you, you think the you. value is there, the value is there. It's not there to me. So, you know, so, yeah. but, you know, and we offered them the $90,000. They came back. It was like 108 or something like that. So I really wanted to settle at $100,000 flat. Sure. Oh, so, okay. long story straight. And it didn't take that long. That's what we got to. Okay. hundred grand. All right. I bought it for a hundred grand. Four one, a hundred grand. What it rent for? It rents for as of right now eighteen hundred. Oh, very nice. Okay. Right, that's the margins. Yeah. Out there in the Midwest, and I'm pulling this thing straight off the MLS. Right. Yeah, you're not doing right. mailers or anything like that. Nothing. Um, I haven't even broke. I haven't even you know really got deep or met any wholesalers yeah. or anything like that yeah. at this. What point year did you buy that? This is last year. Okay, so twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, right. this 25 is 25% down or what are we talking? 25% down. We put 25% okay. down. 30 year fixed. 30 loan? year fixed. And I want to say my interest rate is 7.5. I would have to look it up right quick. Yeah. See. Yeah. That makes sense for last year. Seven and a half. Yeah, I so, think it's somewhere. I think it's somewhere around there. So, yeah, setting aside five percent for damages, maintenance, 
10% for property management, and then another 5% for vacancies. I am walking net $500. That's great. And then in a couple of years, when rates go down a little bit, you refi, you just do rate and term, payment goes down again. And also, they did about six months ago for the affordable housing HUD uh, rent increase. So oh. I'm supposed to be at two grand. Okay. All right. When I read, when, when it comes to term again. Sure. Right. So there it's supposed go. to be around two grand. And I don't even care if I don't get the whole two grand. You give me an extra hundred dollars. I'm happy. There you go. Because like 500 bucks is a win to me. When you was telling me when you first came out, you're, you was cutting even at 250. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On much more expensive property. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, so. I would take that out as a win. What you get out here dealing in California compared to the Midwest is the equity grows way more. Correct. But it's more easier to cash flow, in my opinion, in the Midwest. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely right. Yeah, there's no, so you got cash flow, is, set cash flow cities and appreciation areas out. Yeah. Yeah. So my biggest thing was I need cash flow. I need cash flow now so I can reinvest and go on right. and do money. I don't plan on selling. Yeah. If equity if equity, if I was a seller, you know, and held stuff for four or five years, 10 years, um, then equity would matter to me more, but I don't plan on selling. I plan on passing it down to the kids and, you know, things yeah, of that nature. I like that. So as long as the rents keep going up, yeah. I, it, it really didn't matter to me at this stage in my investment career. So that is awesome. Well, Chris, and, uh, you've been through so much over these years. Congratulations on getting that first <laughs> deal. Did I send you one of these cards? I forget. No, no. I oh, come on, dude. Reach out. I need to mail you yeah. a card. Come on. Yeah, I know. I, I get on there and send you a message with my address. But yeah. There you go. I don't even think well, I said anything. I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh, come on. You guys a lot of hard work. That's a lot of hard. This is uh this has been a lot of fun. We go about 25 minutes or so. What kind of wrap-up advice do you have for somebody that's thinking about getting started? Maybe they're in an expensive area like the Silicon Valley. Um, just what's some kind of words of advice you have, Chris? Networking, yeah. Networking, you know. Try to get with people that is doing what you're doing and have your same energy, and do a lot of research. Turn into you know a student of what you're trying to do. Also, um, once you, people get scared of YouTube University, but what they don't realize about YouTube University is you just have to know what who what yeah. you're talking about. And once you really figure out and pick up on the lingo, you can really easily tell whose video is going to be BS. And mm. one of the biggest gems I can give someone is watch people with low sub numbers. <laughs> yeah. That are not all fluff, don't have the bunch of glamour. Yeah, it kind of used to be because it's eye candy. You want to go to that person that has, oh, they must be no they talking about because they have yeah. a million subs. And a lot of those videos, they only give you maybe 1% of a gem. If you really oh, pay attention to those videos and this 10 minute video, the first five minutes, they're really talking about nothing that you can apply. Yeah. yeah. So try to pay attention to people like that and try to get close to these people. Talk to them. If they're offering help, take it. Millennial Mike came on your show and said, you can find me on Instagram. I found him on Instagram. That's exactly what dude, I did. That guy. And, and wrote him a message. That was it. Oh, 
that's awesome. And I think me being diligent and kept asking questions inside the one rental at a time Facebook group, absolutely Facebook group led him to give me the lead to Dom. I'll guarantee you. Yeah. Right. He vetted and he you. He kept asking him the question. He's like, okay, this guy, he's not playing around. Like he, he's legit. He keeps coming up with good questions, things of that nature. I was in the lumberjack. I'm always in the lumberjack lives, asking different yeah. questions and things of that nature. So you have to ask as many questions as possible and try yeah. to find good groups. Are we, you know? we going to see you in Vegas in like 40 days? No, I'm not going to make it. Oh. I'm not going to make it this time. Yeah, I, right, I tried. Right. I couldn't fit That's it okay. into my schedule. That's um, all right. Next time. I have two, yeah, two young kids, and it's just oh, it's course. just hectic right now. I so you. that's pretty much that's pretty much you know. That's awesome. Yeah, we're set with with the investment journey now, and uh, right cool. now we're kind of focusing on we're focusing on that kind of a uh, primary property out here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like okay, just just deal with it and get it over with as quickly as possible. So I've really been. You know, you sharpening go. my skills on figuring out how to buy properties with little to no money down, mm-hmm. subject to seller financing sure. yep. and doing some networking out there in the Midwest in my areas of, you know, where I want to yeah. be at and um, focusing on that aspect because of, uh, as of, you know, as of today, our money is, you know, tied up in, in purchasing our primary property. So I got you, Chris. Well, Chris, thank you very much for doing this. Shout out Millennium Mike for the introduction. Yeah, Uh, I appreciate both of you. Uh, Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, you too. Thanks, buddy.